It's Thursday, March 3, 2011. They said, hi, are you here for the auction? And I said, yes, I am. And they said, would you like to be a bidder? And I said, yes, I would. Climate activist goes on trial for saving national park land. So if Congress slashed EPA funding, concentrations of harmful pollution would increase from current levels in the places Americans live, work, go to school, fish, hike, and hunt. Slash and burn Republicans cut the EPA plus radioactive water. Frack that. All that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Democrats and Republicans both agree on cutting useless stuff like $22 million from special education, $103 million from FEMA, and $2.5 billion from home heating assistance for the poor. Hey, it's almost spring, and with global warming, this might be the last winter. Well, there you go, Stephen Colbert, always seeing the bright side. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, some good news and some bad news today. The good news, the eastern cougar has been taken off the endangered species list. The bad news, it's because the eastern cougar is now extinct. Yeah, you know, your good news isn't so good. No, it's not. So with them extinct, let's see who else we can put out of business. Uh, Des, what do you have for us today? <laughs> well, first up is the trial of climate activist Tim DeChristopher, which began this week in federal court in Salt Lake City, Utah. In the last days of the Bush administration, DeChristopher, in an act of civil disobedience, disrupted a hasty last-minute auctioning off of public lands to the oil and gas industry. He bid up leases near national parks. A federal judge later ruled most of that auction was illegal, but DeChristopher is still being prosecuted on felony charges and faces 10 years in prison. In an exclusive interview with SolveClimate.com, DeChristopher explained why he was willing to risk prison time. You know, at the time I was thinking, if I do this, I'll probably go to prison for two or three years. Could I live with that? And finally came to the, the realization that, that if I had to deal with all the things that we're on track for right now, all these catastrophic impacts of climate change and, and the unprecedented human suffering knowing that I had an opportunity to do something about it and I didn't do it, I really couldn't live with that. This guy, Tim DeChristopher, is really a hero. I mean, he disrupted this auction by putting in a phony bid price for these public lands that were being sold off under the Bush administration. Uh, so he's fighting now for his life, really. You can donate to his defense fund at bidder70.org. That's bidder70.org. And, of course, we have links at our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And, of course, it should be noted that while Tim DeChristopher fights to keep himself out of jail, not a single person has been charged in the BP oil spill in the Gulf, the largest oil spill in the history of the United States. We certainly have our priorities straight in this nation, don't we? Indeed. A bombshell investigation by the New York Times reveals the controversial natural gas drilling technique of hydraulic fracturing could be a far greater danger to the nation's drinking water supplies than previously understood. Secret government and industry documents reveal that millions of gallons of the toxic wastewater from hydraulic fracturing, or fracking for short, is being dumped, virtually untreated, into the nation's rivers. The biggest revelation, that the wastewater is contaminated with dangerously high levels of radioactivity 
negativity and is being sent to water treatment plants that are not equipped to deal with it and then discharged untreated into rivers that supply drinking water for millions of Americans around the country. Congressional Democrats have called for hearings on the revelations. And of course, that was allowed to happen because under the Bush administration, uh, Halliburton and the other natural gas fracking companies were made exempt from the Safe Drinking Water Act so that nobody was actually looking at the poison caused by fracking. Seems like a big story to me. Was on the front page of the New York Times. Glad to see that. Of course, across the rest of the media, much more important, Charlie Sheen is in some kind of trouble. Once again, the priorities in our nation, dubious at best. The EPA is still determining a response to these new revelations. But meanwhile, EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson was on Capitol Hill Wednesday trying to defend the EPA's enforcement budget against draconian cuts proposed by Republicans, cuts that she says would be directly detrimental to public health. Big polluters would flout legal restrictions on dumping contaminants into the air, into rivers, and onto the ground. Toxic plumes already underground would reach drinking water supplies because ongoing work to contain them would stop. Administrator Jackson also released the results of a new economic impact study that shows the benefits of the Clean Air Act outweigh the costs by 30 to 1. In other words, every dollar spent to comply with tougher air pollution rules generated $30 in public health benefits. Overall, the act will have saved $2 trillion in public health costs by 2020, including preventing an estimated 160,000 premature deaths every year and saving billions in health care costs from diseases caused by air pollution. And yet the so-called fiscal conservative Republicans, they are attempting to gut the EPA. Hmm. Priorities, people. Priorities. For more on this and the stories we did not get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com, where you can support our efforts with a donation to stay on your public airwaves, telling you the truth where mm, just about everyone else doesn't. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, I'm not uptight. Not unattractive Turn me on tonight